Good morning. Good morning. And welcome back to the Making Me Watch Movies podcast. The movie you're making me watch today is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, 2022, written and directed by the Daniels. Facts. Did I get that right? Jake. I think it might just go by Daniels, but do they? I yeah, it's, you I know, think I interchangeable. No, it's, it's interchangeable. The, I'm gonna start it over. I don't think it's the. I don't think it's the. I think it's, it's just Daniels. I don't, I don't think the they want to mix up with Lee Daniels. Yeah, yeah. No one wants Lee Daniels. They Lee want just Daniels. Lee Daniels. I think everything, everywhere. I don't think they're gonna get upset if they you like Daniels. say the Daniels in like a in a, in a sentence the Daniels, but if just like what it says on screen is like directed by Daniels. Daniels. That's all it says. There's no the in the credits. Daniels who? Daniel Son. There are two guys named Daniel. It's Daniel Kwan and Daniel Sherhart or something. I don't know the second guy's last name. I forgot. Sounds okay. suspicious. Suspicious? No, dude. Just two, two, two friends, two buddies named Daniel making movies together. It's kind of beautiful, actually. Yeah, Shiner. I wasn't a fan of their first movie too Daniel much, though. Daniel There we go. That sounds right. What was their the first, first movie? one? That was, was it. Um, the Swiss Army Man. Why didn't you like Swiss Army Man? I wanted to like it, and I really wanted, and I think it was part of this movie too. Is that I really wanted to like this, but I, I just start Swiss Army Man was kind of, I don't know. I just, I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like the vibe. I remember I didn't like much about being, it. I remember being at your house and you and uh, you put that on. We, watched we were it. watching it, yeah. and I watched like half of it. And I had yeah. to go, and I went home, and I watched the rest of it, and I was just like, "What the fuck was that about?" Yeah, yeah that was an, an interesting ride. That one was. I don't know if I loved it, but it was like I still appreciated it, and it was kind of the beginning of what they did with this movie, like a bunch of weird practical effects. And I mean, I mean they're very strange storytellers. Have a really bizarre sense of humor. Clearly, they're but... good storytellers, though. They yeah. tell great stories. Like no matter if you into their stories, not into their stories, I definitely applaud them for being good storytellers they're great filmmakers yeah. they're, if, I, if you like their shit or not they're still great filmmakers yeah and i think that's what i liked about uh swiss army man it was just like a it was a, a wacky story and visually it was very interesting very well done you know they're very they're, their their vision is is, is they're is original they ain't yes. got i mean yes. there there's there's beautiful homages obviously to a lot of things and we wouldn't have this movie that we're talking about today on the making me watch movies podcast Without the Matrix, but yeah. it's they're goddamn original. They're goddamn like, goddamn it! How'd you think of yeah, this? this bagel? Yeah, this movie is incredibly original, incredibly just one of a kind. Like, I don't know how many things. I mean, even even though it's a multiverse movie, like this did the multiverse so much better than like any Marvel movie ever did. Yeah, they didn't focus on it. They no, didn't it was focus just part on of the, it. Was, yeah, I mean, and the way that they gotta travel the multiverse, it's like what? What? The, yeah, the setup, the yeah. setup for introducing the multiverse was pretty great. Like that's yeah. what which I was think got me the most is that like, which was her husband, the elevator scene in the elevator, all crazy in the elevator. At that point, you're just like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Like that's yeah. cool. Her husband played I by think, I mean, I remember watching Juan. this. Back with a vengeance, yes. data. Yep. Short round. Short round. Short round. He did two Encino roles. Man. Think... He was in Encino Man. Uh, he was in Encino Man. True. He was he had like a small role though. He wasn't like a, a lead, yeah. but he was. Well, he was probably. I only know that. I think that was. I only know that because I saw him and Freddie Fraser like embracing and crying. Being like, yeah. We got here. That. We're back, baby. 
Oh, they're yeah, both. And I back. think that was like his last major movie, more or less. Encino? Yeah. Man, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I so. Thought he only I think did, he maybe uh, had like a couple small roles, but like he was he, he was out for like 30 years. Yeah. Well, he's way older. He had a what a yeah, comeback. He maybe had like five acting roles. Yeah. He killed it. He's great. I'm I I I really think he's going to win an Oscar. He already won a Golden Globe last week. You think he's uh, going to be Brendan Fraser for the Oscar? No, I, they're going to be different categories. Brendan Fraser is going to be lead. Uh, uh he's going to be supporting. And I think a chance. I think they'll both win. I mean, Brendan Fraser didn't win the Golden Globe a couple days ago, but I think that was because he like uh protested at the ceremony or something like that. Yeah, and he's protesting not everybody who shit wins now? the Oscar. Not everybody who yeah. wins the Oscar wins the Golden Globe either. That's like the one that like That's they can true. give to somebody else just because they're gonna win the SAG and all that shit too, you know? Yeah. But some of some people end up sweeping the whole thing. Like I think uh Kiku Kwan is gonna get he's gonna get all of them. Like he's already he won might. like a bunch of random like smaller ones like the Gotham Awards, like uh something like Spirit Awards. He's got the Golden Globe, he got nominated for the SAG. Oscar nominations aren't out yet, but I think he's a lock. Usually if you win the SAG, you win the Oscar. Yeah, and if you win both, then you're you definitely pretty much in. Who's yeah. up for it? Who's up? I mean, for I'm saying I'm, if you win yeah, Golden Globe and SAG, do you know who the other uh, nominees are? I'd really like to. You know tell me who's up for it. I'll tell you who's supporting. Winning. Yeah, for supporting. Oh shit! Because I can't really think of anybody else this year that I, I know. I, I only pay attention because like he did. He did so good to me. I'm like, yeah, he's just he's got it. He's fine. Um, for what? I'll go SAG. Yeah, go um, for supporting. Yeah. Okay, I know there's a cut the cup the the couple guys um Barry Keo and uh Brendan Gleeson from Banshees of Insurin. Yeah, they Sharon. were good. They were both they're, good. They're both. I think they're they're worthy of nominations. I don't obviously I don't think they're gonna win because I think he's gonna kill it. Um, what who else was the other guy? Out of those two, Brandon Gleeson would be the one to win it. You know what I mean? Because just because he's yeah. been around for a while and for sure he almost could be like the we just you deserve this. Here Is this the year of the comebacks? Yeah. yeah. It seems to be, yeah. And then Paul Dano and um, Fableman's. Nah, he's not going to win for that. I don't think so. And then Eddie Redman in uh, The Good Nurse. Nah, this Boy. dude's got it locked. Yeah. Short round, yeah, short sure. rounds, about to win an Oscar. For Fableman's. Sure. I, I think so. Fableman's a fucking boring movie, huh? It was a, it's it took its time. It was a little slower than I would have liked, but I yeah, love that's the a movie nicer way of it was saying over. It than I, yeah, 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 good movie, good movie, Mister. Uh, what's his yeah. name? Spielberg I, strikes I love again. The end. Yeah, and I love the end where uh, David Lynch was playing uh, John Ford. That was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah that was pretty that good. That whole uh, that that line about the horizon. I now I'm noticing it all the time in movies. He, like, uh, you know what really? He said that really was line me? for line exactly what he said to him. That's cool. Oh, that's great. I yeah. think what I took away from the Fablemans the most is that back in the day, you could literally like walk onto a movie set or to a production and ask to get a job and they will entertain you. And that's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> like you did that. Remember? You did that, remember? You did that so to, uh, sure. you went to uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah. When we were on the voice a lot. Yeah. yeah on, the, on the Sony lot, right? Yeah. That was fun. Oh, no shit. That's funny. Nice. I mean, yeah. I mean, shoot your shot, bro. Nothing got, came of it, obviously. Right. But he kicked, he kicked the door in Adam Sant to whatever his fucking Dickhouse Productions is or whatever. Yeah. Happy, happy Madison. I oh, actually yeah, just sense. saw a video. Schwartz is here. Of, um, uh, no, go ahead. I saw a video of Seth Rogen talking about Jonah Hill, and Jonah Hill was like his audition was set for um I think it was knocked up at the time, and Jonah Hill just approached Seth Rogen in a movie theater because he happened to see him in a movie theater. He's like, hey, I'm gonna be 
I'm gonna be trying out for your movie, blah, blah, blah. So he like that was his first impression. It's like, yeah, of course I hired this kid. He talking he's talking to me in the movie and he's hilarious. So it's like sometimes, yeah, you gotta shoot your shot. I'm kinda over Jonah Hill right now, but yeah, he same. definitely made some funny shit. You made me hate him. Yeah, really? he's kind of just he's he's a little much right now. I mean, does he made some funny shit? Of course, but of course. until he kind of changes his whole like pretentiousness, I'm kind of over him. My uh, algorithm has picked up my my uh, hesitation toward Jonah Hill, and it has started making me hate him. Weird. I'm seeing like clips like of him, him being a douchebag. <laughs> We're just so saying. Did you guys write a haiku? Oh. oh yeah. Was that? Oh, did yeah. you guys write a haiku? I did. I don't really like mine, but I got it. I'm not going to like yours, did you? I'll go first, then. Okay. Time travel, divorce papers, Fupa Jamie Lee, shirt <laughs> round his back. Nice. I got uh, butt plugs, googly eyes, Wayman's flying fanny pack. That's we have to be kind. I like that one. Thank you. Anthony, do you have a haiku? <sighs> Okay, so I was looking for my haiku this whole time, and I kind of didn't hear yours. So can okay. you, can you re- both I'll, repeat I'll, yours? I'll go, I'll go again. Let's go. Haiku yeah. time. Haiku time. Haiku time for Buddy. Everything over there on once. What's right. your haiku? Uh, mine was butt plugs, googly eyes. Wayman's flying fanny pack. We have to be kind. That's nice. That's a good one. I do like that one. Schwartz? I think you went seven on the second line right there, Jake. We have to. Seven. Yeah, that's, that's, it's supposed second. to be seven. I thought it was four, five, four. No, it's five, seven, five, four, five. five. Five, seven, five. Damn it. I didn't do it right. <laughs> well, uh, I'll, I'll read my, fuck it. Give us, I'll read my sh- four, five, four. Give us your Schwartzy haiku. Oh. Time travel, divorce papers, Fupa Jamie Lee, short round his back. Okay, you did only four. That's it's fine. I thought it you was tried. four, five, four. You tried. Fuck it, so it's dude. five, seven, five. five right, seven, I'll five. know this for next time. That's a dope. That's a dope poem, dude. Mine's What's out. What's yours, Anthony? It's one of a kind. The grass ain't always greener. Short round, killing it. Do you guys think it's weird that ain't. not only was this movie originally written for Jackie Chan, but Michelle Yeoh kind of looks like Jackie Chan? Well, I mean, they're both Chinese. I yeah, guess, but there's that, more to sense. it than that. They both have a lot of the same round facial features. They got they they kind of it looks like that. Like they could play brother and sister. I wonder if they have. I hope they have because they should. I mean, they both they haven't. They should come they're from the same background everywhere all at once too. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. I I think I liked the the I liked that they went with Michelle Yeoh. I feel like the the female lead was cool. And I mean, it was. It seemed like mostly about like the mother daughter relationship, and uh, the fact that if it was Jackie Chan, we wouldn't have gotten fucking Kiwa Kwan back. You know, that's true. That's true. And yeah. to me, that, that that guy almost makes the movie. Like, well, I, I, why not? Every scene. Why not? Great. That you think that part would have just been written out? You think it I mean, would have been a, needed a, a husband? It I think would have been, been a woman. Probably, probably, yeah. probably, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Michelle Yeoh was gonna play that part. Possibly, but I like I like what they did with it. Yeah, I'm sure it would have been great either way. But I, I, I'm glad I'm I'm so I glad. Mean, like short round, they back. say like they like they thought they were writing they they were ugh, they say they were writing for Jackie Chan. I imagine it was like their first draft was like yeah, of course it's gonna be a Jackie Chan movie, and then what it turned into was something way way more better. 
yeah. I mean, it just makes sense for it to be Jackie Chan because he's a star of action and he's kind of older in life. It makes sense for that to be the cool obvious thing. first choice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then exactly. once it became Dude. it, once it became what it became, this made this was more better. Yeah. Did they? Well, I mean, the story why still the same. Do they say why they went with Michelle Yeoh instead of Jackie Chan? I I know I've heard no that idea. about Jackie Chan, but I never we don't know at what point they switch. You know that's what I'm saying. Like we yeah. don't know. I think in my head they like we're gonna we're gonna write a fucking Jackie Chan movie, and then once they like wrote the story and saw what it was gonna become, it just made more sense to go this way. Or right. they so. Jackie Chan said no, and they had to you know like, right. like, we don't know what the circumstances were. Yeah, unless we, and we like, get Jackie the... Chan on the phone. And who else would they go with? And they probably like thought, oh, Michelle, Michelle Yeoh, it's a great, another great choice. She's a <clears throat> kung fu master from from that same kind of same era. Or Ki Hyu Kwan came on. They were like, oh, we got, we got to make him this character because he can't be Jackie Chan yeah. character. So we got to switch. You know, we don't know under what circumstances they switched. And I've listened to a lot of Daniel's interviews, and they haven't said yeah. that. Before. And they were just, yeah. Yeah, All right, let's I, get it. I don't remember them ever saying why they switched, but yeah, it's uh, it's great. Um, we should get into it. We should do it. Talk, walk through it. I'm into get it. Ahead. This is I'm a, into this it. This is, this is it's, it's it's kind it's 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 a, it's a, a it's a there's a lot to this movie to unload, but I think we can do it. It's very simple. Um, so it it's it's simple, incredibly layered, but like when it you break it down, it is a little on the simple side sometimes. Once you start talking not... about like every single scene, it's like the most complicated movie in the world, but very, it's pretty simple. Yeah. And there's a lot of things like playing at, at the same time as each other, things like that. But um, there's not really the, as many versions of everybody that I thought there was initially. So that kind of helps that we, that we see and interact that we with. See, yeah. So it's technically there's an infinite yeah. versions, right? Right. Yes, technically. Um, but yeah, it's about this, um, Chinese immigrant family, or at least the mother and mother and father are immigrants. They own a laundromat. They have a daughter, the daughter's gay and they need to, uh, they have, they're getting their taxes audited. So super fun setup. Gong Gong. They have a dad too. Yes. They have old Gong Gong the the, uh, the grandfather, he's funny. Who's also Um, a legend in his own right. He's been in a lot of fucking movies. Golden Name your six favorite Gong Gong movies. That's I mean, the Golden Child, yeah, yeah. Gremlins, and I don't even know the other movies been in, but he's one of those guys you've seen him, and you're like, oh, it's that guy. He's oh, yeah. definitely been in more right. movies. James Hong. Continue. So, yeah, they're just kind of starting, more, more or less just starting out where uh, they're having financial troubles. We learn that uh, Wayman, the husband, is going to divorce or wants to divorce. Uh, Evelyn, Evelyn's the main character. We see him having uh, divorce papers, and but she's like just too busy, too frantic with like everything going on with the uh, with the, with the laundromat, everything going on with her taxes because they're getting audited. So she's just kind of in this crazy chaotic world. Everything's kind of frantic with her, and uh, you can Seems tell like it's that's affecting just her life probably. For the that's most just her part. life. Her life is chaos. Yeah, like she has a Gong-Gong's... strained relationship with her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And and her Gong-Gong father this, and her yeah. husband. Yeah. She got a strange relationship with everything. Yeah. And her customer. She's just not having a good time. Yeah. She's trying to run this yeah. busy, busy uh laundry <clears throat> laundry mat. They're trying to who whose dad is Gong Gong? Is it her dad or his dad? That's her that's her dad. Okay. He, yeah, he calls to... him dad, but that's that's her dad. That, that was yeah. that's established at some point. Um, but yeah, and then of course they get audited, so that's super fun. Never and, and she's a little audited. And she's a little aggro about everything all the time. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Um, like and and Wayman, I think is great because like him, you can tell is just like he's a happy guy. Like he's just trying to enjoy life, trying to have a good time with things, putting googly eyes on shit, dancing around with customers. Just he seems to just really appreciate joy. You see a lot of yourself, in not Wayman, necessarily the Jake. daughter. Um, I see aspects of me in in Wayman. I I think he's he's more outright with it and more um. I mean the googly eye stuff, sure, because I think a lot of this movie is about um, oddly those googly eyes are are a device to give life to certain things and <laughs> to entertain people and like it's Jake. I, there's no I, I got, way before. There's no way you you thought of that before this movie though, right? Or 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 like, um, like well, you, okay. So for those who don't know, Jake's notorious for googly eyeing things. And yes. what was that okay, your intention? Why, was your intention to give life and happiness to inanimate objects? Um, not necessarily the life aspects, but it's more so to entertain people. Because I think if any, if you look at googly eyes on something random, it's fucking funny. It is like, fucking funny. You, it's it's it's. I want googly it's, eyes it's, on it's, my so, fucking uh, Joker back here. Yeah. So that before we get too far ahead, this movie I feel like is there's also some rootedness in like Buddhism. Because uh, a lot of the life is just them suffering, but the the one key thing that they have is key is key is is Wayman is and he is um he's basically practicing the art of cultivating joy, and that's like a practice in Buddhism where if you're uh, to to avoid the suffering in life, like you need to be able to cultivate joy, and that's what he's doing with these googly eyes, and that's what I did when I did googly eyes because I knew it would entertain people and it entertained it entertained me. If I'm having a shitty day at work, I'll fucking pop googly eyes on some yeah, of the random, people. and then I have a little smile. I have a little smile. It's a good time. You guys definitely have the same meaning behind your googly eyes. I'll give you that. Right. Make but then people I think laugh. Then the movie, the movie obviously dives more into like the it it creates the this uh not not inanimacy, just like it just it just gives life to certain things like the from the rocks to the laundry bags to to the whatever. And um, I don't it's know where, where I should go, but yeah, but it's because it's oh, almost yeah. like the the, go- seeing... the googly eyes were the opposite of the donut, or the, not the donut, the bagel. Yeah, which the bagel device was pretty awesome too. I I highly were, appreciate that. Why were the googly eyes the opposite of the bagel? Explain. Well, explain from, that. from a physical standpoint, explain. you have the bagel is just this black black circle uh-huh. with a white void. All right. The googly eye is almost is opposite. It's a white circle uh-huh. with like a moving like black the yin piece to the, in the yang. Middle. Exactly. Oh shit, Jake. So I yeah on this uh I mean I, a lot of this I did come about this in like interviews and things like that. But then you I, I noticed a lot that. of random things. This, on this is on making this me watch, watch movie podcast. We're three geniuses yeah. making up our own minds. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, this movie is Schwartz is about... over here. Schwartz over here went went no mic stand. He's so good. And maybe because like the the movie is is heavily uh you know revolving around like Chinese culture and things like that, I'm sure that's why like the Buddhism was sort of like a backdrop of the story. It wasn't ever like discussed. No one ever once said I'm uh, the word Buddhism as far nope. as I remember. No, I never thought but about it until there. just now. But I think that makes sense. I'm not yeah. really versed in the in the um, verses. because <laughs> yeah, the whole a, a lot of the story was uh, uh, oddly her name was Joy. But she was yeah. going through suffering the entire movie 
and that's kind of what the the ground of the movie was was her trying to get acceptance from her mother and her trying all of these different things in life and every single thing she ever did was never good enough for her well, that's mother. how she was created as the villain right she had too much pressure and she wanted her to do this and she yeah what's the name of the villain in her Chupaki? Bubu Chewbacca? Her mind went crazy. Uh, Jobu, 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 Jobu Tabaki. Jobu Tabaki. I think Jobu Tabaki. Sorry, Schwartz. I talk That's a great here. name. What were you saying? That's a good name, though. Jobu Tabaki. Um, I was saying, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. Uh, That's how she was created with the pressure. Pressure. Oh, yeah. She was created because her mom put too much pressure on her to be exactly. something yeah. that she didn't want to be or yeah. something she wasn't. In an alpha universe, and then that kind of broke her to be able to see every different version of all of herself and she was like ultimate powerful i think that's one of the things i did really like because it's this thing i did like this movie i thought it was a good movie and it's obviously made amazingly it's the 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 amount of detail they put in this movie when you go back and watch it a second time and then you even watch like a, a making of of it and mm -hmm. they describe all the things you're just like holy shit like it's honestly like what movie making is about it's like mm -hmm. you're not just framing up on somebody in a room like to read lines which it can be which it is a lot but like you're just really trying to tell a story visually with every amount of time that you have you know what i mean like just the things in the scenes were just it's just it, it's a well it's a movie made by people who love making movies obviously and that's what i liked about it um I, I i think he got i think he got hyped up a lot for me because i didn't see it in theaters i just saw it like the other day for the first time so i was like yeah it was good it's a good movie but like, uh, I do respect the movie. But yeah. keep going, keep 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 going with the story. I know what you. It, do you it think did if have you, if you saw it, it in theaters, like if you were if you saw it earlier, you would have appreciated it a little more. Uh, I don't think so because I really didn't like Swiss Army Man, but I also did appreciate oh, how this good is, that this movie is next was, level. The Swiss Army well, Man. Well, yeah. Well, let me let me finish. Like I appreciate Swiss Army Man technically because like it looked great. It was super original and technically like the filmmaking of it was was awesome. Like it was it took you on an adventure and it was something you'd never really seen before in a lot of ways. There were some visuals and ideas and it like him riding around on that fucking dead body. Like what? Why? Like powered by why? Farts. Who cares? It looked awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah more by farts. Like that's <laughs> that's amazing. But uh, I I just don't know if like I'm all in. On like I don't know if they hit me hit their movies hit me the way they hit a lot of other people you know what I mean maybe I yeah. need to keep going with it I'm not saying I dislike you're, it I'm well, saying I don't know if it's as good as also saying you're not a gay Asian immigrant or from an immigrant family which I think is I know Shine, the other writer uh, David Shiner is is uh, not at least Asian but I feel like this was definitely written for I I, mean, I listened to a few interviews with them and they were they were saying how different it hit uh asian theaters like when they went and saw it with mostly asian people versus like where people would laugh where people would cry when she says you're getting fat for the first time how much of an impact that has on of a specifically chinese immigrant family because that is how yeah. they show that is how they showed love to each other it's he was saying uh it's just kind of them telling you that you're noticed that i'm noticing you it's not you know mm -hmm. it's it's shit like that so he was saying it that, that goes into the detail again. You know what I mean? The, how much the, detail the they can put the in there. Right? We're not the the movie hit everyone the same, but I feel like it hit a certain audience a, a different same. You know what I mean? Maybe sure. a little harder, sure. maybe a little more real. And yeah, I think a, a, yeah. some of the Asian culture, like it's it's they're taught to like hold back their emotions in ways. I'm not I you know, I can't speak to mm -hmm. that completely, but like as from what I heard from one of these interviews, they were they're kind of talking about that as well. 
how it's like they're learned or they learn to departmental or compartmentalize and keep things in when that was kind of that conversation when she's like, you're getting fat. Like she wanted to tell her so much more. She wanted to be like, yeah. why aren't we getting along? Why would we need to like, but and they put, she just and doesn't they, know how to communicate. That it made that time, yeah. comment so powerful, especially like in the, especially in the end. Well, that whole scene in the end, the, like the little monologue that Michelle Yeoh gives and like the hug, like that's, that's a great scene. That's just really good. Yeah. Even she said like my favorite line from it actually was like, well, if this is the only time it's really going to matter, then I'll cherish these times more than anything. Like right now, it's like like living in that moment. You know what I mean? Like, come on, just appreciate everything you got at this. If you're moment. not like, crying. Great. You don't have a soul. Oh, dude. You know what I noticed about things lately over the past like couple of years is I cry at so many things. I'm crying like, right happy now. Cries. It's insane. It's insane how many happy cries I do. And I'm just like, why am I crying? Because you little bitch. <laughs> I thought. I, I think it just it's. <laughs> You're alive, yeah. you know. You're a little you're bitch alive. now, dude. You grew up into a little bitch. So did I. I cry all the time. <laughs> I cry all the time. I think that's what movies. <laughs> oh, no. Jake, I watch, always I watch people bitch, on stage. Yeah. I watch people. I watch bands play, and I cry, dude. <laughs> yeah. I shit you not. I'm, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, no, I, I, I can see that. Yeah. I can definitely see that. I think the last time I cried at a band is when we saw Perfect Circle, though, because like they played some songs I'd listened to for like years and years, and I could probably like recite like the exact everything about it and then i heard it live and i was like oh my god this is so dope <laughs> i just shut a tear to fish show i think of being on stage i think of performing and i think of what would i can't like how the feeling sure. i would have if i was singing a sure. song that people loved so much that not only they like mm -hmm. were doing this to it but they were singing it back to me Thousands of people. Yeah. I'll cry right now, dude. Thinking of that, I, and nobody's even playing. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty amazing. It's amazing. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's such an it's such a nostalgia thing because people are, especially younger people, are so connected to certain types of music and certain songs and certain bands. Like you come up with that, you almost like grow up with that type of thing. So, like especially now when I see certain bands and concerts now, like it, it it takes me back. Like it just brings back all these memories and stuff. Like yes, that. who's so back? It's such a trip. Back but this movie did a lot of good emotional things. I think that's I it's one of those movies that it, it'll make you laugh, it'll make you cry. I think when a movie can do that to you, it's pretty fucking well written. It, it's it's so good, it's and it has dildos and butt plugs riddled throughout yeah. it. And it's probably going to win an Oscar or two. Hilarity, yeah. That's do you know Hollywood is one did you do you guys know the reference with the you know how um there was like a guy that had like a sex dungeon in his office at one point in the movie? Yeah, yeah, I remember he was that. like a a boss. So his name on his um his uh his desk was Richard Long. Oh, Dick the Long. movie the Death of Dick Long thing? Death of Dick yeah, Long. And yeah, that yeah. guy the who was Richard Long was Daniel Schreinhart. And he played Dick Long in the movie Death of Dick Long. Jesus yeah. Christ. And he and he directed that movie. So it was a little like, you know, it's it's riddled with movie references too, I think. Oh yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah. References. I think that was did, did you guys see Dick Long? Or, I didn't yeah, I, I didn't the, notice the that Long. and I didn't see that movie. I probably saw the Death name Dick Long pretty, and um, laughed. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like on the same level as their or his other movies. I cause he Dan Kwan wasn't part of Dick Long, but I think the death of Dick Long was pretty was pretty funny. It was a funny. It was. it was a cool movie. Yeah. You know what it is again? It's a cool idea. Yeah, it was, it was a simple dark comedy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I I recommend it if you get a chance to check that out. I think it's on Showtime as well. I had to read the fucking Wikipedia. Well, dude, that's just phoning it in. 
because you missed all these messages and, and meanings and visuals and everything like that. So they got a few shorts out too. That well, they got a lot of music videos too. That's how they, they came out. They, they directed a lot of famous music videos. Uh, Turned down for what? Turned down for what is the first time I noticed them. And it was when that but came out. See. Somebody somebody came up to me and it was just like, have you seen this fucking music video? And I was like, no. And I don't really care to yeah. either. And then they showed it to me. I was like, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Similar visual styles. Yeah, definitely. Especially like the fight scenes. And like yeah. the quick cuts and like the paint. Like those. Yeah. That's one thing we haven't really talked about a lot is how dope the fighting was in this and how they shot like the full fucking fights and like one like wide shot or a couple wide shots instead of like all the rapid cuts like i heard a lot of people talk about that and i was like as we're as i was watching i was like yeah it's true like well they're like an old fucking jackie they're, yeah they're especially michelle yo who is well versed in in all in fighting and and do and yeah. doing her doing her own stunts and you're not gonna have to cut around people I'm not doing their own shit you know but it's and, just good maybe, that they did it like that yeah definitely out of they make it look like a fucking out of respect, and it's just Bourne better. Movie. We we just need to get away <laughs> from that fucking Jason Bourne style of fight scenes. And I think uh, yeah. the Kingsman was was kind of a cool way to Kingsman's dope. The cool cool Those fight scenes. John Wick has changed that. I just want to see people doing real things, quick cutting. You know what's interesting? And I think sets John Wick apart from the other ones is the fact that they use a lot of guns, a lot of gunplay. Yeah, like all these movies is not much, but their gun his his shit is guns. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sets just, it apart a little bit for some reason. Yeah, well, he's I'm not all, saying it's, it's better not, or worse. He, I'm just saying he. I'm not there's saying also a lot of scenes like, that are not guns. There's a lot of there's there's. When I think he fucking killed somebody with a John book Wick, in the third one. When I think of John Wick, like when I think of fucking like Bruce Lee or Jackie Chan, I think of like fighting with their hands and feet and chin legs and whatever. When I think of John Wick, I picture him like running in with like two guns, just like taking out a room. That's how yeah. I think of it. It's like pop, 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 like almost like John Jack- Woo style, like ballerina with a fucking gun shit. It is. It's a dance they do. Jackie yeah, Chan 100%. uses a lot of his surroundings. Jackie Chan is very popular for using like whatever's around him to fight with ladders, trash cans yeah. and shit. I like the first that. Jackie Chan thing I ever saw was Rumble in the Bronx, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Because I think that came out when we were like growing up, and I was like, "Oh my god, this was sick!" I think it was on like HBO. It's always jumping off shit, riding it yeah. down, like yep. scaffolding. Like, like Anthony said, like using ladders or using like fucking yeah. tables and like jumping through them, but also using them like as a weapon at the, like, the same time. Like, it's and just he sick. he also was like he was the f- I don't know if the first, but he he turned it. <clears throat> from like a super macho thing into just like something he had to do. And he always got hurt and he, he wasn't like J- uh, Bruce Lee yeah. where he was just like fucking smack you down and then stand over you. He'd be like, he'd hit you and then he'd get hit and be like, ah, that shit hurt. And then he'd like fight back. Yep. I noticed that too. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. He was, I think he this was movie actually explored yeah. that as really oh, yeah. well. Also like Jackie the, Chan would have been amazing in this movie. Mo. Let's not, he would have been be but... mistaken. Like for the example of um of uh of the Wayman character, like he he was not a macho guy at all. Like I mean, there was the, there was the no. alpha Wayman yeah. who she referred to him as one point as, oh you you were macho man. It was uh, I was kind of funny, but like at its core, like that guy was he was super sensitive. Whose kindness, like that that speech that he gives, like whatever two thirds through, like that. We need to be kind to each other. Like that, that shit was moving. Like that was a that was a great Fuck, yeah. performance. That and there's there's a lot of moments where that guy just like nailed that fucking character. Yeah. After 
when they after they saw that m- the movie thing where he was talking to her in the alley about like oh, I wish we could have just done taxes and laundry together like that when he was yeah the success they're they're when they're both successful yet they neither of them are happy yeah yeah the versions of them that weren't together that they went their separate ways he became a businessman she she went into the acting world mm-hmm. which is funny because i liked how they used actual clips of michelle yo on like red so carpets perfect, and things yeah, perfect it was they 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 nailed it like i was i was listening their, to them talk the, about their vision is, is so is so impressive i was listening to them talk about how their their workflow on they they edited this on Premiere on like a MacBook, and they were but they were teamed up with Premiere because they were giving them like access to this beta system where they can share files like way easier and stuff. Team like do team stuff, and he said they would call Premiere every now and then their their assistant would and be like, "Yeah, we're doing this, this, and this," and and it just and it keeps crashing, and he just they they would just go. Why? Why are you doing that? Like that is yeah, not I what this program is made to do. Like you do, they don't. Yeah. They're like, we don't, we don't care. We, this is what we did, and we just need to know if we could fix it from this point on. And they're like, all right, let's see. That's cool. I love that. I love. I love anyone that edits a dope movie on Premiere. That makes me happy. Only got to the. We didn't get anywhere. Yeah, she's at not the really. taxes. I mean, yeah, wait, we got to the wait, tax place. That's when. A, that's when we meet with about... the, the alpha women. Yeah, he's he's. He tells her like you got to do all these things. Oh, what are they like? Well, yeah, no, hold, hold on. If we're gonna tell the story, let's... like you got to tell she meets Jamie Lee Curtis. Go ahead, Anthony. You go. What happens at the Texas? No, we're about to meet Jamie Lee Curtis. We're in there with with yeah. in the elevator with with all, the whole family minus the daughter who was apparently supposed to come but didn't. And this is where we first see Ki uh, Kihu Kwan or Wayman the turn into alpha wayman yeah. like alpha wayman does he does he have, i don't know where he, they have like old bluetooth headphones for some reason yeah. they change him but this is the first time Connection we see him to that world somehow he tells yeah. her there's fucked up shit going on in my universe and i need the right uh what's her name uh evelyn to to come back and and fucking beat jobu tapaki you got to either you got to come out this is where it gets like it as, like most time travel movies nothing and or time travel or multiverse movies there's a lot of shit that doesn't make sense but he says go go out it's the best part doesn't have to turn right and go (laughs) this or like go do your fucking taxes with your family come and save our universe or go do your taxes and i'm gonna turn back into regular wayman so uh you can't even ask me any questions and then he turns back into and then imagine imagine being her in that moment though you're like yeah she's uh, and uh, she's like and then she goes out Obviously, she doesn't fucking go into the janitor's closet, but she's thinking about. Oh, he writes her. Uh, he writes her um, directions, right? Uh, right. Was that like the, put the feet on the wrong feet or something? Put the shoes on the wrong feet. Yeah, because it's like the, the the key to go to transporting to different universes somehow is doing weird something shit. improbable or basically like yes. There's moments where he has to cut his fingers, like paper cut his fingers. She. One time she snorts a fucking fly, like shit, like that. Like that's a funny concept of like, this is how you, tr- this is how you move through this whatever. And the more multiverse, whatever. Well, it, it was like the more improbable the act, the more the higher the yeah. likelihood of you being able to do it. So yeah, it was like what right. they just had to do weird shit. <laughs> what like one the, of the I'm trying to think of, of like what was the weirdest shit that that they because they did some weird shit. He ate at his chapstick. Right. That was one of the early ones. I think the, the hard one that was like the, the through line was she had to tell Jamie Lee Curtis that she loves her and means it. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. she kept trying to. She kept trying. To, she just kept saying, "I love you." Oh, no, I don't. Uh, like, but yeah. At that point, it didn't to get to the the hot dog, fi- the hot dog finger universe. So that was the world that she learned to love, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, th- that was hot the coolest part. Fingers, bro. Is how they were just always talking. Like the whole point of it was like the decisions you make in your everyday universe you're living in at that moment just changes so much shit in all the other ones too. Right. And how you can take the people's powers and energies and feelings and stuff and use it for yourself like very cool shit like yeah yeah i mean I, and i'm not talking shit on it, that in any way it was just like it, no, that's, no, no no that's how i, I would think explain it yeah you're kind of are just a god of your own universe when you realize that you can use every being of yourself from every universe you're right it kind of yeah if you if you because like she the, the the villain she she perfected that she's like Okay, well, I can be the most powerful thing because I can use all my power from every existing universe of me. I mean, I mean, she just calmed woke, down at that point. Well, I was about to say, yeah. right? That's what caused her to do it. She kind of just calmed down and thought about it. She's like, hey, you know what? Now that I think about it, yeah, like you, she just re- it was like realization, right? Acceptance, because yeah, yeah. yeah. that was that was the mother that accepted her. Because yeah. really, it it appeared that she was just trying to kill all the different versions of Evelyn when she was really just looking for the one that would accept her. For who she yeah. is, and it's so beautiful, so <laughs> simple, but yet so simple. Like that's pro- that was probably the, the the point of this movie. When they wrote a movie, they were like, "What are we gonna write?" And they said exactly that. They're like, "We wanted to make it about a mother and daughter to where she realizes that she does care about." It. Like, how can we do that? Cool, and that's what this is what they came up with, which is amazing. <laughs> that's so oh, dope. Yeah. How do we write a, a mother daughter movie? Probably throwing a bunch of universes. I mean, that's, and kung that's, fu. That's what happens. I mean, it builds up to that. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're a real creative person, I guess. Yeah, I think the jumping off point was they wanted to make a kung fu movie. I think that was where it, the true start. And sure. Just got... But also, besides for that, like they people with like meanings in their movies and shit they want to convey and the information oh, they're yeah. throwing at you. You know what I mean? It's so personal. This movie seems so personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when does Evelyn start so, yeah, to play the game? Um. Well, she punches Jamie Lee thinking that she's coming after her again, right? That's when she starts, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. inadvertently, her flight or flight kicks in. She's like, well, if he was telling the truth, this would be yeah. the time to, to do yeah. it, right? And then that's when all, like, the security comes, and that's when all, like, these weird people from, like, the multiverse kind of come in to, like, stop her. Yeah. And But then there's also the other version of her that decides to just go home and fix the taxes. So there's kind of those, like, two storylines going on. That's the Evelyn fighting this weird multiverse villain's in the tax office, and then there's also the the Evelyn that went back home to finish the taxes. So there's those two kind of storylines working over top of each other, and then that's and then eventually well, Jobu comes she, in, Jobu Dubaki, her keeps daughter, kind of Joy. snapping back and forth out of them, right? No, I th- somehow they do snap together. I don't remember how, but I don't think she's necessarily snapping. I think there's just two the two versions of her, like. They find they they realize like oh there's another version of you that went home and you're, you're doing your taxes at home now, and then oh shit but not but that version right. still hurt like there was there was just the two because I remember going into it thinking like how did they like because I saw it a couple times before I watched it again last night I'm, I couldn't remember I how they I feel like it's I feel like out, it's all were, they referenced it it's it's essentially like she is at home doing her taxes but like her but like her daydream keeps pulling her back in you know like she was she was talking uh to her husband in the car right and then like she was pulled out by jamie lee curtis at one point back into back into the so i feel like she's like bouncing back and forth 
I think oh, so. And that, that no, maybe that's like what we don't know what her. the fuck's going on. This movie's it's re- it's, it's hard to talk about. It's it's it's. I mean, it's it's not exactly confusing, but it is a little bit. Yeah, this movie's an experience. It's hard to like break down what's actually happening. Yeah, it's hard to put it all into words and like a des- description of it. But there is definitely a lot to it that makes it work like that. Obviously, it's a beautiful yeah. story. So for a while, they just keep snapping back and forth between those two worlds, right? Where she's trying to, yeah. she's trying to figure out how. Like I think she eventually. I just want to try to remember when she like starts really playing the game. I think I it's think around she, then because I think um like eventually uh, Joy or AKA Joy Butabaki comes because they're like in the office still trying to escape these people, and then I think when even does she say Gugu, "I love you" and means it for the first time? I feel like that's the first time that she oh that travels herself. Yeah, I see what you mean. That's it's pretty the far scene in, with honestly it's with with Jamie Lee Curtis fucking it's, flying it's knee taking hands. her in. No, no, that's that's way no, it's still way later because she's trying to say I love you, but and at that point, but she doesn't mean it yet. Because the Jamie, Lee, are you talking about when Jamie Lee Curtis is like jumps down the stairs and like yeah, kind of she's, she's jumping down the stairs? No, no, she that's when she's not uh, there yet. She keeps trying to say I love you, but it doesn't work because she doesn't mean it. I'm but watching, she does a weird I'm, I'm thing watching, where I'm watching it right now. I'm watching it. She right does now. learn karate at that point, like where she does something weird and that sends her to like the yeah, uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's when back and then she's able to like fight her off. That's when she thingy. starts playing the game like that's what i mean by playing the game I that's when so, she starts yeah. like uh oh i got uh, you yeah yeah being like f- figuring out how to how to work it she jamie the curse is coming yeah. down and like that's when she learns to actually say i love you to fucking what's her name and mean it yeah she goes back she becomes the, I a love singer you. yeah because the i love you thing doesn't happen until after the uh the, the hot dog finger world that's when she because like they're she in a relationship. Says, I love you and together hits the, in the hot and dog hits the button. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. when she when she first when she first says that and hits the button and it works. So she must have meant it. Yeah. And that's in the stairwell. I Jamie Lee Curtis flying down. I'm I don't watching think she meant it yet. Movie. I think I think she right didn't she do something. She she said it, but then it didn't work. And then she did something else. Nope. Like she, she said it and it didn't work. And then she said I love you, and then it did work. Okay. And then she got okay. sucked into the universe. All right. You want to watch it? it? You want to watch it? Nah, I believe you. You want to watch my broke ass iPad? Tricky, tricky world. It's confusing. Look, look, here she comes. Here she comes. I love you. She means it. Turns green. Clicks on. What a dope scene with her or shot with her flying down the things like that. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. The, and then uh, just this shit. I mean, it's yeah, so the, the it looks so, so, so good, good, but yet it's like I think he it was like them and six other people, seven other people did all the graphics to it on After Effects. That's from yeah. here. That's what they were talking about. How like on all those Marvel movies, there's just like thousands of people who do it. On this one, there was like seven people total. Just for that like <laughs> scene That's of her great, flying uh, back, that probably would have taken seventy five people in a Marvel studio. And to, and, and uh, there was right. I rem- I was listening to him say that at points instead of like calling the their their because they had seven like effects guys. They had a team of seven people. Yeah, and they would send it was like them the shit. friends. Yeah, and he and he was like, um, and he I think uh. A lot like you, they found him on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, he, um, 
He said, sometimes I just wouldn't, I would just like, I could do this in like an hour. I'll just put it in After Effects and do it myself. (laughs) Like that's the kind of thing. And like you said, Schwartz, these guys are just trying to make a dope movie. They're not trying to follow the process. Like, 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 you know, uh, not normal, but traditional people. They're not, it's not, it's, it's more than just not even having a studio. They're just, they have a vision that they want to, that they're trying to create. It's so personal to them that they don't care how it gets done. They don't need to send it out to get done. They don't need it even to be perfect. They were like the couple times I heard him say, you know, do not get this on Blu-ray and pause it because you will see the seams and you will see people in the shots and you will see where we fucked up. But that's not what matters. What matters is the experience while you're watching it. Yeah, you can see where they fucked up, but you know, you have to get it on Blu-ray to pause it and watch that. I think I think exactly. I think it's dope. It's a great movie, and like I think my point is, is like they're enjoying every second of making these movies. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're hundred percent just like this is this is us, which is dope. Yeah, and they're young guys. Like these, the Daniels are they're like thirty four. Yeah, they're you know when they made this, they're early thirties now. They're mid thirty because this was made. I think it took them like two years to edit because the whole you know COVID was a thing. Mm-hmm. So what is that? But shit, I'm great. I don't remember something that happened. Doesn't matter. But people had some time, do some editing. Yeah. Stay at home. They had time. They killed it. They, they did, did something job. cool. Yeah. Yeah, they put in the work. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Certainly. Another fight scene where she blinds herself as a child and then she can see in the dark. Like that's the kind of shit that was cool. Yeah. They did this this uh behind the scenes thing where they paused and Slow in slow motion showed you every single person she turned into in that one scene where it shows all the beings of her. Yeah, and there and it was pretty sick. Like there were some awesome ones. There were some really goofy little funny ones in there too. But like a lot of them were really really dope. Yeah, it was like like an alien version of her, like a great you know, version of her, things like version, that, like different like, yeah. version of her and shit. Yeah, yeah. A member like, and then version. there's like there's a dog, there's a dog version of her. There's like a, a cat person version. They just had to think of all the shit they yeah. could put in this thing, and they put a lot of it in there. And their they, their humor is like a, the next level. Like the the way they approach things is just like so wacky in in, in a way. And just like that, just it's just funny. Like you know, like yeah. you said already, but like you could tell they had they had about a great time just making this. Another thing they were saying was rather than writing out every person and being she can be in the universe, they said they 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 said that they collaborated with the universe. They would just I don't want to have to write in the script for this specific stapler to be on this table. I just want there's a stapler over there. Let let the world figure out what kind of stapler that looks like or or what kind of we, we they work with props and makeup and costumes to just kind of be like, "All right, well, let's use this this and this and you could be this person. They'll do this this and this and you can be this person." And then they were when they were in China, they, I think they went to China to shoot some scenes and and he said while they were there, they would just cut on a scene, turn around, bring Michelle Yeoh over and be like, yo, run through the street right here. And we're going to shoot this real quick. And the AD would just be like, he said that this, uh, I wish I could see a picture of it. They might have one um, of the, of the, their slate. He said that their, their slate was like scene 4BACD oh, yeah. 4C1 <laughs> dash, dash L2. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, that's what certainly something. Fuck? How do they keep track of all that shit? Yeah. Like their AD, their. their well, that uh, is how post, the AC, the po- AC post department. They're on there and they yeah. take a fucking picture of it. Yeah. That's exactly how. 
but someone the, the editors the and the acs gotta fucking log that also on mm-hmm. fucking piece of paper and i'm sure in a fucking laptop somewhere you know what i mean like that's yeah. important as fuck but, but that's, that's what visual i feel like a yeah. lot of visual effects that's always just how it's been it's just like can you imagine you know what i think the biggest visual effects feat ever in the history of anything was besides for ilm doing what they did but is lord of the rings the way that they made that movie, yeah. the like the practical and visual effects, the way that Weta they fade into each other, like that. I mean, that's who does the Avatar shit. Weta does all the Avatar stuff. Uh, but um, yeah, like the 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 combination of using practical and digital effectively, the best to me was Lord of the Rings. Like that's where I thought it started getting like, and that was a long time ago. That's like twenty years ago, and like they did it. Yeah, so they did good. so good. That's yeah, yeah. They they didn't try to push the limits. They they just they used no. what they had and and they enhanced it. I think they and they do it great in this movie too. I do exactly. I think I'm just saying like we're talking about the history. Like that's the first time where I saw it. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, damn. Like not saying that ILM didn't do great shit, but like there's a difference between like the way that they use practical makeup effects yeah. and, and vid- mixing with digital in Lord of the Rings than watching fucking Phantom Menace. You know what I mean? There's a big difference in that. Phantom Menace, but I would go back to. The original Star Wars, I would compare them to the original Star Wars for sure. Well, they that was out of necessity though, because there was no other way to do it. If George Lucas could have done it, like could have, yeah, 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 he would have. But the way they that's that's how. But I think uh, I think ILM killed it then, and then ILM just kind of started doing their own thing. Well, ILM still kills it. You know what they I mean? They do. Yeah, they, they do shit. everything. And then like it's but just that's what I'm talking. Like, they, they had to when you got six to... people doing it in a fucking room though on a MacBook. Like that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. That they had to These marry good, practicals and visual effects in that, and area. also so like they're probably one tenth of the fucking price. Let's let's be honest. Which the first one, the first real, the first one we saw that was the best to do that was that still Jurassic holds up Park. today. It was Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Actually, That's that was good, it because we saw that in theaters and we didn't even realize it either. We were so young that we were just like, oh, that was really cool. Like, we saw something that a lot, a lot of people had seen it at that point. Our parents were probably like, holy shit. It still like, holds up, though. Oh, it's amazing. It's because it's, it's Spielberg, dude. It's because it's Spielberg, and you just got to know what to CG and what not to CG. Exactly. exactly. And where, who's looking at what? And that was and that was seven years before Lord of the Rings. They didn't push it All right, it's in- quite toward Lord of the Rings, especially like no, but still, yeah, that was like yeah, the first yeah, yeah. time you were like, holy shit, like the swarm. Even all of- those like ILM documentaries, it always says like Jurassic Park was when they knew they they were actually changing like the world because Pixar came out of that at that time too. Mm-hmm. Pixar was an offshoot mm-hmm. of ILM. Anyway, we're getting we're getting real deep right. into shit. We're well, yeah. to, you know, just just uh, <laughs> a note. I love this. Shit. You're comparing those movies. Think about the budgets of those movies. Think about the budget of Lord of the Rings, the budget of Jurassic Park. Suck my budget. Yeah. I don't I don't have I don't have it in front of me, but I have the budget of everything everywhere all at once in front of uh-huh, me. Uh-huh. Guess what that budget is. Probably like oh. twenty million. I'm gonna guess thirty one million. Fourteen point three. Yeah, I figured it was lower it's than pretty, 20, but I didn't pretty know impressive. No, and that's what I mean. The what 14, these guys yeah. did was amazing. And like the difference is too is that like but the the the, the flip side of that, Jake, is that like they even said, like, don't watch this on DVD because you're going to see shit. But that's not what this movie is. Like, this movie's not Jurassic Park. Right. Jurassic Park you're watching because you've never seen a fucking dinosaur in a movie before that looked like that. This is like, you're going to see a movie about the multiverse, about a yeah. family are trying they, to reconnect. Are they using thing. the you know same I mean? technologies and graphic systems and shit? Yes. Is Are these graphics 
the same as Jurassic Park graphics? No way. There's we're not tr nobody's no. trying to make you believe that some you know no, anything exactly. that th these like these graph. It's just a it's like apples and oranges comparing. But hundred percent. Yeah, sure. But there, there's they, there's they some impressive it. edits for sure though. Oh, yeah, they, I agree. They this is in ways impressive fucking it, movie to make it. There's they nothing in ways to make it look more real. There's nothing unimpressive about anything about this movie. The choreography, the cinematography, the sound editing, the editing, the directing. And the, it's it's all the acting it's all fucking on point right. and it's all it, working in a very cohesive way which is a testament to the Danielses. yeah it's it's it's, it's seamless which is watching it the experience it's it's great it's um i mean sure I, i'm not one to dissect a movie fucking pause it go frame by frame that's a yeah, waste yeah, of time yeah. enjoy the experience and what they did they capture that experience my, so well my only point on with that was is that if you did that to jurassic park you wouldn't see anything that's what I was trying to make of that. I mean, but they don't give a fuck. That's not what they're trying Maybe. to accomplish yeah, with this movie. Exactly. It's not the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so where are we? Where do I think we're not getting far in the story at all? I mean, what does it matter? It's hard to get far in the story because there's yeah. so much there. But I mean, we 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 got talking the scope about of it. I mean, the movie. They're, yeah. yeah, they're in they they were in the they were in the building. They Jobu Tabaki came. There there's there's conflict within the family because there's certain family members are from different universes. You could get the Alpha Gugu. Yeah, who's all go, go. dead set on fucking try, trying to kill uh, Jobu Tabaki, and yet uh, Evelyn still sees her as her daughter. Yeah, that, there's a scene. She... Sorry, go ahead. There's a scene where she, uh, where she meets Alpha Gogo, comes in, and and Alpha Gogo gives her a gun. That's the scene says, I was you gotta go about. kill. You gotta go kill her right now. And is that? And, but that, so maybe she, yes, yeah, she just doesn't. She just can't get her mind around the fact that that's not her daughter. I guess. Right. And just the introduction of Joe Joba when she first walks in, she's like, "Was she, was she walking a pig in in a fucking Elvis costume?" That's the she, scene I'm talking about. Where you're introduced Kills. to her as yeah. the villain. Oh, like she's it's amazing. So, so funny, she and, and like she's like turn, turning cops into like glitter. Like what? Like some someone tried to like was who? What did she turn into dildos? Like she were the like the cops' guns or something? I don't remember. Yeah, but. Yeah, it just, just like, like turning they things into different things. Like, oh, man. Dildos. Dude, she and, and she, she so kills funny. the first first couple scenes she's in. I was like, all right, I don't know who this is, but whatever. And then once she yeah. comes out as Jobu Tupaki or Tadaki, she fucking, I was like, all right, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of this girl. Yeah. Too scary. Great. She's a master of the universe. Stephanie Tabaki. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Real name. I'm just Jobu Stephanie it. Tabaki. Jobu so what Stephanie is this movie Jobu about? <laughs> Family uh, it's about. It's about. Yeah, it is. That's what it's about. It's about loving your family and loving. It's, about ex it's yeah. yeah it's accepting about fighting. people for who they are. It's about. I don't think it's about fighting at all. Well, listen. Uh, for your shut family. your fucking yeah, mouth your and listen. Maybe. How about this? It's about right. fighting. Go ahead. It's about fighting, but it's it's not about violence. It's about fighting for what you love and sometimes fighting with love and fighting without violence. Okay. Fighting with googly eyes. That is exactly what this movie is about, idiot. He teaches her to to fight with love, with patience. That's how that's how Kiquan Kiquan fights. That's how he battles for his family. He fights with that's, making cookies yeah. instead of fucking uh bring being angry. He fights with being nice instead of why can't we didn't did you not see the his speech in the middle of the fucking movie? Gotta be kind. He's telling everybody yeah, to be, be kind. kind. We need a family meeting. Yeah. And, and the climax uh, essentially is that fight of her going up those stairs 
and not fighting fight anyone. Love. It's it's a fight of yeah, like her spraying the guy with like her wife's perfume. Her adjusting. I just want to rewind this when you were like, like this. Yeah. I don't think it's about fighting. That's not about fighting. That's it's not about. But like you're right. I should let you finish. It's not about violence, but it's like about in that way of fighting using. It's about how you tools fight. in this sense. Love and kindness and yeah. acceptance. Instead of yelling and, and and being angry, she she gave she figured out what people like 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 uh, not M Night like uh, Hayden Christensen or whoever played the Sixth Sense kid found in the end. Maybe I could just help Haley these Joel. ghosts. Hey Haley Joel Christensen. Awesome. Haley Joel Osmond. <laughs> Maybe I could help these ghosts, and they could just move the fuck on instead of bothering me. That's what she does. She helps all these different versions. Of people that are in her life trying to fuck with. They're not fucking with her. They're hurting. And hurt people hurt. And you know what she got to do? She got to not hurt. She got to heal. <laughs> and she does. Message. It's beautiful, man. I like it. Oh, yeah. it's nice. I like it. It's true. That's what it's all about. Love, bro. Joby Tapaki. 2022. Oh, yeah. I got a feeling that they're could be a sequel to this movie really i do i don't know i could yeah i mean i could see it i don't think it's necessary but that's how i feel about all original movies i mean the movie ends halfway through and then continues yeah she wouldn't think she dies right yeah that's interesting so yeah some of the points were interesting when they did like the everything is how it started and then like later in the movie everywhere and then she died and then all at once, I remember all at once I was thinking like, shit, this movie's still going, but it was only like a yeah, five or three like of 10 the after. Of, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember like in the theaters, I'm like, holy shit, this is still going. How long is this movie? Not that I I was minding it, but it, it does at time feel a little long. I, I, I'll, I'll, if if I have a criticism, well, there's just so much it's, fucking it's, it's story so, to follow. Yeah, I mean, they're so packed of, with things. You're given too much. You're given yeah. so much information that you're just like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. how much. How much more can there be? And and the way they is do the titles at times maybe makes it like because because you watch thirty minutes of the movie, then you see the first opening title, then you watch another hour, and then you see the right. second opening title, and then that's, you, like, that's yeah, pretty cool. Like, oh, shit, that's a cool two. thing to yeah. do. It's like so different. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, nobody likes a good mid mid movie title sequence than Jake, right? I love him. Jake's all about it. They're the name best. Your, name your top three. Oh, that's a good question. Um, three's good. You e- can come up with three. It's Eternal way funnier Sancho when you say name your about, top four. That's about seventeen minutes in. Which um, one? I was talking over you. Seventeen. Huh? Eter- Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's a little early for for my liking. Seventeen minutes in for their opening credits. A little uh, early. Drive my car. Drive my car had a really nice late drop. That was an interesting movie. Yeah. Um. Departed's got like a ten minute in, I think. Yeah. When DiCaprio starts like working out in jail, and it just starts the Dropkick Murphy song comes on, and then fucking credits start. Dude, they're fighting with you know what I can? They're they're fighting with with hot dogs on their fingers, and they're and they're. I'm I'm crying watching Jamie Lee Curtis and and Michelle uh whatever fight. Like a mad couple with hot dog fingers. I can see 
I can see, and I haven't talked to, I, I can see like my parents' generation getting through this movie and being like, I didn't really get the hot dog fingers. I didn't like it. Like I could see, like, can, can you see those types of people that are watching this movie? It's like, I didn't like all the dildos, you know, like, like shut the right, fuck. Right. Did you watch the movie? I don't know. I'm yeah. having an argument with nobody. Cause I'm just thinking of like people that I could like that would have this argument, but I feel, but I haven't heard that from anyone. I haven't heard anyone that doesn't like this movie. Yeah, I've heard a couple people are like it's too weird, like but that's kind of you know that's all like the only. Would two you negative expect things. that it, from it's that? Never like bad from those people though. Like was it's like is it like yeah? Drew Liner I think so. It's just they're just kind. Of, yeah, uh, I mean, I my, my Drew, girlfriend even Drew Liner and that, see if she wasn't that into it. Drew Liner surprises me sometimes. Yeah, she you're, wasn't you're, that into. She's oh, she's okay. per, she's particular. She, she she's she's into like. Period she's pieces, also and true stories, and shit like that. She is, yeah. So, like, Brazilians this movie notoriously rude. was a was a bit exactly. Um, just kidding. So just that's just, pretty uh, funny. Just kidding. Shout out to Jake's girlfriend. She actually doesn't like uh, genre Me? blending, which I actually love. Like, I love a movie that can blend genres. Most girlfriends don't like, like you. My I think she. I think like she me. likes when a movie just more straight because I keep calling her my girlfriend. Yeah, it's a wife now. That <laughs> <laughs> might be have something to do with it. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Everyone's girlfriend likes me. I'm fun, Anthony. Uncle Tony. You're Fanthony. I'm fan. Uncle Tony. <laughs> yeah. Uncle, Uncle Tony. Tony. I'm Uncle Tony. You're old. You're old enough now to be Uncle Tony. So I'm I am Uncle Tony. Wait, you are Uncle Tony. Is yeah, there like a real Uncle Tony that I should be? I mean, Uncle Tony is just a spirit, right? Spirit animal kind of thing, right? Do you have any actual hey, nieces or nephews you don't write? I do. I have a niece. Oh, oh you yeah. know what her name is? Hmm. Claire. Joe Joe Butapaki. Whoa. Oh, no, Joy. but it is Joy. Second, guys. Her name's Joy. Oh no shit. Mm-hmm. Do you have Shout other siblings Joy. other than Sarah? No, but uh and Sarah will probably never have kids. She's not a child person. Okay. My wife's twin sister. Ah, there it is. That has a sense. little baby the other, girl. The others, the other side. I see. That, that makes sense. I think that's still niece, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so like definitely, it's through marriage, but it's still your niece because your sister's or your wife's sister's child. Indeed. Back to the movie. Back. I mean, to the you can love her less than you would if she was Sarah's kid. It's fine. We don't care. <laughs> hey, let's talk about. Let's talk about love the, her more. Even like. Who knows? Yeah, Either way, nah. we'll never know. I don't know. If Sarah we'll had a kid, I'd probably hate it. <laughs> oh, that was a good I, th- I think the, the hot dog thing, that was another part, like the the another message in that was like a use with use what you have. Like, you know, you gotta appreciate what you got. Because like the, the these women were didn't have real hands, they had hot dogs for hands. So they but got they, really good with they, they were able they were yeah, they got really good with their feet. One thing I noticed was really funny. Was Jamie Lee Curtis's character has a has a brace on her wrist the whole movie? Mm-hmm. When she's playing piano with her toes, there's a brace on her ankle. <laughs> That's awesome. I I found that pretty. Like, it's just it's just another one of those like good job Daniels because like just They're little great. details or like the detail oriented is 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 so good. This movie's beautiful, and yeah. and what a fucking film to bring back data. Oh yeah, glad he's back. Look glad he's back. Things he probably won't be back for long. He probably is just gonna one and done. You think? You think he's gonna do more? Nah, well, the only th- the only thing I saw Oscar, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Everyone's gonna yeah. be like, well, "Yeah, we need that guy in our movie." 
We need uh, Well, I guess like he's already going to be in the um, second season of Loki. Oh, that's cool. Him yeah. as the successful wow. him was like fucking James Bond. That guy can right. do anything. He can do anything, man. He right. should be the new James Bond. We should we should start a petition for that. He should right. be in the new. He's like 60, but who cares? Who cares? Raiders of the Lost Ark or uh, Indiana Jones. I mean, Indiana Jones is shit. Still that's coming. a good there's, idea. He's still coming out. He's still there's still no, there's a new one coming out. That's what I'm saying. He's just he tall round. I'm not saying he should be. Yeah, he should he's... take over. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> idea. Tall round. <laughs> Dude, he's got so wait, so Indiana yeah. Jones like, like um, hangs up the whip now. and then tall round picks up the whip type of thing. No, 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 no. No, Indiana no, Jones still kick, kicking still, it. Yeah, still sidekick. Like oh, he just. Shows I think up this there. last Indiana Jones coming out yeah. is like the. The Passing. bow to bye bye Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think he's together? gonna die, but I think he's like, yeah, yeah. I think this is like it. In, instead of Shia LaBeouf, we have Kihu Kwan. I mean, that would be great, you know, but I don't think better. They did that. It's better. <laughs> well, who could be? I, I who I could know. be the next? Did they already did they already shoot it? Did they already do that? I know it's coming yeah, out, but I don't remember. James Mangold directed shot it. it. There's yeah. a trailer for it. You can oh, watch okay. the trailer. And it's coming out sooner than I thought. It's coming out this summer. Haven't been tracking it. Everybody just wants the Raptor trainer to be James Bond, or not James Bond. Indiana. Why don't they just make uh, him Indiana? Pratt. He's yeah, got the look. He kind of sucks, though. He's very one-dimensional. He's kind of one-dimensional. Yeah, it, I feel like he, he would be a burn. great Indiana I, I love him in Parks and Rec. I'm not saying he should look. be yeah. in a fucking uh, Wes Anderson movie. I think he should be in no, uh, they, Indiana Jones. Who's who's more one-dimensional should... than Harrison Ford? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess you're kind of right. There, yeah. I guess you're kind of right. John Cena? That's true. That's true. That's true. John Cena is actually. Did you watch his um his Peacemaker show? It was pretty. No, fucking but great. I've seen. I saw the. Oh, movie it was pretty fucking he's, great. He's, he is great. Loved it. He's great. He's great. It's because he was the best part of that movie, right? I mean, um, you think? I liked that movie. I, I, I liked that movie too, but I think he was the best character in the, he that was movie. Top two or three. He's I the most, thought the. Uh, yeah, I thought the um, most entertaining. I thought Idris Elba was pretty yeah. great in that too. I thought yeah, Margot Robbie was great in that. It's just that character with the same James Gunn like wacky, yeah, world listen, view and John just, I mean, listen, world Jake, there's a reason why they, there's a reason why the Peacemaker became a show and not yeah, the other right. characters. So I guess exactly, you know I mean? exactly, that's it yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah, it's it's great. I think it's a great show. One of my favorites it's of the year. Funny show. Definitely, it actually might be my favorite James Gunn anything besides for the first Guardians of the Galaxy. That's fair. I mean, that's it was it was a very good show. It was good. I really liked it a lot. It was ba, good. Ba, ba, we need to do a James Gunn movie on this bitch. Bring it up. You could do Guardians Three. Guardians Three. Yeah. There's um oh, there's some, of, some of his older movies are pretty good, like his um Slither. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's it's good. I mean it's and good. Then there's one called Super. That's yeah, about that one's like, good, it, but that's that not as pretty, good. That one's pretty I, interesting. I recently watched it and I was kinda like, Yeah, it's good. It's all right. Because I thought about doing it for a podcast. Okay. Yeah. But I, I mean, uh, he. I think Gardens Three could get bad to be a good one. Is that yeah, coming out? Sure, really? Yeah. Yeah. Is it this year or next year? It's Christmas. I think it's Christmas. Oh God. Oh, I'm not gonna wait. I don't know if it's or, Christmas. Or I, I feel like it's, it's Marvel, like so it'll summer. be summer. It's Marvel, so it'll be summer. Should we wrap up everything everywhere all at once? Yeah. I mean, is there anything else you want to say about the storyline or no? I mean, we went through it. It's pretty much. So. Yeah, we, we don't have to go scene by scene. I think we we captured the the message. We captured, you know, we good nods to the visuals. High 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 appreciation for this movie for sure. So, yeah, this was a great movie made by filmmakers who are good at what they do, and they're they're doing things that not everyone else is doing. So that's even more respectable with yeah, passion job, that you don't see. Right, that often. True. 
I mean, I think every director is doing is using passion because they have to, and there's not it's not really worth doing. But they pick stories and they write characters to where I think it's just a little bit more prevalent in the worlds I create. Like they, they, they want, I don't know if they want you to notice, but like they're putting more, more effort into you noticing that than most directors are doing just to to make a good movie out of it. You know what I mean? Like either way they're going to do it, but like they're kind of, they're pointing out a little more than, than most people do. I think you can just see that it's fun. Like you can see that they're having fun probably making this movie. Like you don't see, that in like collateral like it doesn't seem like michael mann probably had a great time making this movie like you know this movie seems like it was a fun process i mean i'm sure michael mann did have a great time making them because if you're gonna make a movie you gotta but like there's definitely like times i've heard like like uh like i heard michael mann i worked with when well yeah exactly when we when we posted collateral he he texted me and he i think i texted it to you guys both of you he was like oh it was dope to see collateral pop up i actually my first pa gig ever was a pa on collateral and i said to him i was like oh that's dope like michael mann's a legend how was it he's like michael mann fucking sucks and i was just <laughs> like oh all right but the yeah. Danielses are probably like cool as shit probably, you know what yeah. I mean? like, yeah. uh, i yeah, liked um yeah. oh, sorry go ahead i was gonna say uh based on it or what you were saying they were Another thing I heard on the interviews, they were saying that they treated it like a summer camp. Every morning they'd get up and do some kind of uh, activity together before they started doing it, before they started. And they said it didn't always work out. Sometimes they had to be dictators, but for the most part, they would try to treat it as like a summer camp. We're all here to have fun and make something really cool. And we're your counselors. And we sometimes we got to be like, yo, uh, I know you want to do this, but we got to go do this. And but they did yeah. try to keep it light. So they said some mornings Jamie Lee Curtis would be like doing a Pilates class for everyone. Yeah, because I think they met as summer camp counselors for like a film school oh, or really? like kind of like a youth filmmaking camp like that. And they, that they were, sounds they like were a both, movie right there. Why is they that were both movie camp counselors. It? So it's like it it's fun. I don't know if that's uh, where they met, but Friday I think that's, the where they, they, that's where they became friends. Like they went to school together and that's what it was. That's cool. That's a good movie. They, they they should make that movie. They should make that movie in the vein of the way they make their movies and not be a great fucking movie. Right. Um, I was just going to note the because the Michael Mann comment about the PAs. I appreciate uh, Spielberg when he won. Um, I think he won best. One drama. best picture. Yeah, yeah, best Spielberg. picture. What Tarantino said to him. Yeah. Well, Even well, Tarantino Sp- to know that fact, too. What What was what did Tarantino say? So Tar- when he, because Tarantino presented him the award and, and he said to him, uh, what's his name would be proud. Uh, who's the director? Charlie, was it Charlie Chaplin or somebody would be proud. And it's because. Oh, John, John. John no, I think it, oh, it was whoever, it was whoever he first worked for. So what the fuck are you guys Pete's, talking about? So. When Spielberg won his award at the Golden Globes, Tarantino presented yeah. it to him. And the first thing that came out was Quentin. What Quentin just said to me was that uh, this director, I forget who it was. I think yeah, it was yeah. Charlie Chaplin, said that he'd be proud of you. And why that is is because Spielberg was a fucking PA on a Charlie Chaplin movie, and he treated him nice. And he said to him, he's like, I know what it's like to be a PA. So I don't I don't why. think it's Charlie Chaplin, but I, it's it's, in it's the, somebody. It, it, I think it was like a, it was a Western guy. It wasn't John Ford. Maybe. It was in that, it was in those that same but either way the fact that i i appreciate that he thanked pas yeah in his golden globe speech because yeah. you never you don't see that like the, the bottom of the totem pole people never get the credit they deserve yeah. uh, and i appreciate that with with the way spielberg presented it, that i feel like that comes from a lot of people that didn't start as pas 
I know a lot of people that were yeah. just like, oh man, like I just started my associate yeah. producing gig. That's and then this is how you treat PAs. Right. Like, I see that. I'm not just pointing out producers. I see that with a lot of people that that never yeah. actually I've seen had crew people do that a lot yeah. too. Like, yeah. have I've you ever been a PA? Time. Why are you telling them to go buy you like? Why are you asking for? But you can't. This dude's not going to bring you six yeah. drinks. Like, I don't know, shit like that. Right. Yeah. Like, yes, that's their job, but you can still treat them like. Don't exploit people. them. Don't exploit PAs. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, if I want a PA to get me something I need, I'll just be like, "Yo, get yourself whatever the fuck you want too." You know what I mean? It's like if take I care want of them. Get something that. Yeah, be like, "Yo, get get whatever you want." And obviously, well, like, the if coolest thing out, about being a PA is when you're coming up is like if you're hanging out. PA doesn't pay for shit. You know? Yeah. What if I mean? you're like, out with like, a PA nah, and that PA is paying. Good. You're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you just, just being grateful. Like that's, that's what I try to practice. It's like whenever PAs do anything for me, like I'm just make sure I, I express gratitude. Yeah. And I think that goes a long way. That's a wild just theory, like Jake. Just like this movie. Does this movie make you, you want to appreciate be nicer? what you got? I mean, <laughs> it can make you want to be nicer for if for yourself than for anybody. Cause if you're really unhappy with who you are and, there are, if you see opportunity to seize making it better, I guess you should, right? There and are also, there, no, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, it, it makes got really mad me, at us talking over each other. So here, go ahead. At, at least what I thought about last time is it, it, tried, it, it reminded me of to look at things in different perspectives. Like you can't just look at one, something one way and be like, well, this sucks. You got to appreciate like, okay, what do you, what do you got? What else, what else is there? What's another way to, you know, you yeah, what can you do with what you do have? It also is about like time and I know that sounds obvious, but it's like, like she says, like time moves fast. Like these characters in each universe are living one life until she woke up. So it's all like, if she's unhappy, that happens, you know? Yeah. Why you, it's a you good can't, movie. you can't, it's, it's you can't worry about something for I mean, you're, you're wasting your time worrying. You're wasting yeah. your time being upset. Yeah. Time is the ultimate currency. Like don't waste your time. That's all you have. In the, time the, you're done. To the other point, there's there was points in this movie where where you see her better off, you see her successful, and and especially in the beginning, and she and she's like telling Wayman like you, you should have seen me, you should have seen how good I had it without you. Like I was so happy, blah blah blah. I was so successful. Well, she didn't say happy. I don't know if she knows she wasn't happy, but turns out not so much. But you you there there are even points in the movie where you're like, oh man, maybe she would have been better off with Wayman, and then. I mean, they, I think the main point is you're better off with whatever you're doing as long as you're happy doing it. I mean, that's what the last shot of the movie is, right? It's the whole family in the frame and doing shit in the... Yeah, just working together. Working together in the... One of the most beautiful lives. By herself, and then it was all of them, yeah. Is in another universe, I would have been happy just being at home doing taxes with you. That's yeah. great. That's like yeah. almost as powerful as you're getting fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that yeah, that and like just that whole be kind speech. Those are like my favorite moments of that movie. And yeah, I can see that. I think Michelle Yeoh and her hugging scene in the end is my favorite. My favorite, but that was good too. Yeah, like the <laughs> speech he gives is pretty great. In the oh, we didn't even talk about Rakakuni. That's probably my favorite oh, yeah. fucking <laughs> universe. That was just the funniest, funniest part. Yeah. <laughs> and oh the fact, like God. she basically makes Rakakuni exist because she misunderstood ratatouille because, yeah exactly <laughs> kind of like <laughs> but because it's an infinite universe <laughs> rakakuni does exist yep 
Oh my god, he's just yeah, just just the all the all those little things. There's so many little things in that movie are just just so funny. There's just like what we said. There's a lot of information, but it's hard so to much. comprehend everything. But yeah, so much. Great. There's a great movie. The DJA yeah. podcast. If you listen to that one, uh, I can't remember who is interviewing the Daniels, but he it's just another director. And he asks mostly scheduling questions, and it was very interesting. I highly recommend. Well, yeah, I would give everything everywhere all at once a good seven point three out of ten. Eight point nine. Damn, almost perfect. It's great. It's a great movie. Maybe higher. I'll go with eight point nine for now. Damn. I'm gonna go eight point six nine. Oh nice. shit! Nice. Right. Shout out, out to Daniels. Watch it. The Daniels is I. Great movie. Good movie. Great movie. Mm-hmm.